0: Have you ever been asked to do the one thing you dreaded most? Often we find ourselves stuck at a crossroads, the place in our journey when we realize that the old way of doing things is no longer working. Learning to pivot brings freedom in life and business. When life provided the opportunity, I left corporate America to start my first business in 2004 while raising my twins. In 2021, we left the only life we had ever known and moved across the country to start over. There were more questions than answers, and the road ahead was unclear. However, we decided to let faith, not fear, be our compass. Today, we are building the life of our dreams. With my background in marketing and a decade in the photography industry, I know how to help entrepreneurs shine online and share their talents with the world. The opportunity to rebuild my business allowed me to transition into a role as a business coach and a personal brand strategist. Join us here each week where we share simple strategies to get you unstuck in life and business and on your way to living the life you've been dreaming of. I am your host, Shelly House, and this is the Educated, Empowered, Inspired podcast. Welcome to the Educated, Empowered, Inspired show. I am so excited today to share with you another listener question. This listener question came from one of my friends that was talking about imposter syndrome and she was sharing with me that she really struggles with imposter syndrome, both in her life and in her business. And it's something that I know so many of us deal with. And one of the things she asked me was how do you deal with imposter syndrome and how do you navigate that? Not only um, in your business, but in your personal life, because sometimes we seem so confident on the outside, but we're not necessarily always feeling that confidence on the inside. And so today I wanted to share with you one of the things that I have deeply on my heart, and that's about imposter syndrome. And I want you to know that regardless of where you are on the spectrum, we all have a story about imposter syndrome, and this is mine. The one thing my imposter syndrome has always done is shown up in my business. And it's the one thing that no one ever told me about owning my own business is that I would show up to work every day and I would have a coworker. And y'all, that coworker's name is imposter syndrome. I have been an entrepreneur for 18 years and I still battle it on a regular basis. And I know I'm not alone because according to a study that I looked up online, by the International Journal of Behavioral Science, an estimated 70% of people experience imposter syndrome at some point in their life. So guys, we are in good company. And for many of us, the longer we've been in business or the more successful we become, the worse it gets. I hear it from my coaching clients, I hear it from my photography clients, and I hear it from people in all the industries. Imposter syndrome is the biggest obstacle so many of us face, and it really affects us in our marketing. Imposter syndrome not only affects us in our business, but it affects us in our marketing because it robs us of the number one thing that we need to have to be an effective marketer, and that is our confidence. Y'all, confidence in ourselves and confidence in our products. You have to believe in yourself before you can have the world believe in you. So to be an effective marketer, you have to be confident in the products and services that you're selling and your marketing. So in order to help you guys understand some of the ways that my imposter syndrome not only had shown up in my business and shown up in my life, but just the ways that I have to combat it on a daily basis, I made a list of 10 lies that my imposter syndrome likes to tell me. The first thing that my imposter syndrome likes to tell me is that someone is already doing it. And they are really amazing at it. So why should you even try? Have you heard that one before? I bet that lie resonates resonates with so many people. The second lie that my imposter syndrome tells me is when I make X amount of dollars, I am no longer going to feel like an imposter. I'll be legit. I will have made it. The third lie that my imposter syndrome loves to tell me is that when I have a roster full of clients, And I am fully booked, then you will have made it. You will be successful. Or even better, when I have been in business for a certain amount of time, then I'll be the old timer and I will definitely not feel like that imposter anymore. Or maybe number five, when you master that skill set, and for me, for many years, it was photography or personal training, then you will have made it and then you will no longer feel like an imposter. And let me tell you guys, I don't care where you are in your industry. If you've ever to the point where you've stopped learning, then you're not growing. So don't let this lie ever come into your head. But this is one my imposter syndrome loves to tell me all the time that I need to master a skill or get another accreditation or take another course. You know, guys, there's so many of us that love to collect those courses and those certifications because we feel like we need that to step into being what we're called to be. So don't let that be one of the things that makes you feel like you're an imposter. Number six, and this is one that, again, was more prominent earlier in my business, but it still shows up in some ways, is when I have a studio or a storefront or an office space, I will no longer be an imposter because I will be legitimate. People will look at me, they'll see that sign on the door, and they'll know I have arrived. I am official. And I know a lot of photographers and uh, boutique owners and even service providers can really resonate with that one because that's one that eats at a lot of us. Okay, number seven. This is one of my favorites. When I get that award, or as I mentioned earlier, take the class or get that certification, I will definitely not feel like an imposter anymore. I just need that one more thing. And that's what's going to make me feel like I can compete. Let me feel like I'm legitimate. And for some of us, I've seen this manifest in so many ways. And the opposite ways, too, are it might be like, I don't have a degree, or I'm not officially certified, or I'm not licensed, and so therefore, I'm not qualified. Now, clearly, there are industries that you need to have the accreditations and the certifications, so definitely feel that I am definitely honoring those. But there are so many people that think they need more initials behind their last name or they need that certificate, or they need that extra course to take because that's what's going to make them feel like they are no longer an imposter. And that's actually not. Sitting around consuming is not what's going to do it. It's going to be taking action. Or number eight, when I have an official website, all of the social media accounts, and a newsletter, I will be official. Now, all those are important, but I will tell you, when you get them, your imposter syndrome will not go away. Or number nine. When I grow my social media following to a certain amount of followers or when I have several hundred people on my email list, then I will no longer be an imposter. Y'all, the vanity metrics are real, especially in the online space, and that will never stop. So that number will always be moving. That finish line will always be moving. And so you need to realize that that is not going to define your ability to be successful either. And then number 10, when I can confidently charge X amount of dollars for my product or service, then I will have arrived. I will be legit and I will be seen as a professional in my industry. Again, pricing is important, but all of the things that I've listed 1 through 10 are not what's going to you, get you past that imposter syndrome. What's going to get you past your imposter syndrome is you have to change your mindset and you have to change, uh, change your way of thinking and you have to take action. So maybe you can resonate with some of these things on my list, and maybe you have your own. If you feel like an imposter, it doesn't mean that there's something wrong with you. It simply means you're human. You're just like the rest of us. At least that's what I have learned in my 18 years of being in business. So the transformation that happened for me was that in 2019, I started working with a business coach as part of a high-level program. I would sit on Zoom calls with some crazy successful individuals. These people were so much further beyond me. And the funny thing is, they all had the same thing. They all were suffering from some version of imposter syndrome, which made me realize that we all have some version of the same fears. As they say, new levels, new devils, right? My coach gently loves to call out the imposter syndrome and all of this when they show up. And it started making me realize how prevalent it is in everyone's life. So then I decided to really lean in to changing my mindset and figuring out ways to make imposter syndrome less of an impactful fear in my business. So the first thing I did is I redefined my definition of success. And I realized that if my definition of success was tied to the amount of money that I was making, the number of followers on my social media account, or the growing number of certifications and courses that I was thinking I was gonna need, especially in this online world where there's so much learning involved, it will never ever be enough. In a culture that focuses on that bottom line, the scaling, the vanity metrics of the online space, and just always leveling up the hustle, the being productive, I am here to tell you that that finish line will always be moving and it will never be enough so after that i had to redefine what my version of success looked like thanks again for joining us today before we get back to our conversation i just want to take a quick second to read another one of our reviews this one is titled power marketing duo and it is in regards to the episode that we did with amy studer and it reads i've been in business a long time and have been using social media for advertising just as long i was pretty confident in my skills however this power duo never ceases to amaze me with important tips and tricks to up your business strategy and content i love that the episodes are all short perfect for my commute to work thank you so much h8nosno for leaving this review Again, it really helps us know what you guys want to hear and allows us to bring content to your ears each week to help you get unstuck in life and business. Now back to our conversation. And after doing some journaling and some introspective thinking, I came up with some things that my definition of success looked like. And my definition of success comes in the form of freedom. It can look like freedom in these ways. Freedom can look for many of us, but for me, it can look different for many of us. But for me, it looks like doing, I get to do what I love. I get to work with the clients that I want to work with. And I get to do the thing that I am passionate about. And there are not many people that get to say that in life. And so I love that I have the freedom of owning my own business. I get to work flexible schedules. It allows me to be a mom of twin boys and a husband who at one time was a traveling husband and was on the road quite a bit. I have the freedom to work when I want and put my business on hold or even on the back burner if an urgent matter comes up. And that's another huge flexibility and freedom that I love. So what I realized is that by every one of those definitions, I am already successful. So that was my first thing is I had to redefine my definition of success. Number two was I had to learn to recognize the situations where imposter syndrome shows up. It is most likely to rear its ugly head. I made a list of all the negative thoughts that ran through my brain, and then I provided some positive affirmations to counteract them, a way of reframing that thought and empowering me when I see those situations arise. One example would be when my imposter syndrome tells me I am not enough, I have to repeat to myself after I stop and I observe that and I recognize that it's happening, I have a gift worth giving. I have a gift worth giving and you have a gift worth giving. Another time when my imposter syndrome tells me I'm not qualified, which I get a lot, especially these days as I'm starting to do things that are really outside of my comfort zone. Once I stop and I observe and I realize that that's happening and that's part of it, you have to be aware that the, you're, you're going down that rabbit hole. But I tell myself, I am an expert who can help someone. Re- let me repeat that. I am an expert that can help someone, and you are an expert that can help someone. So again, when you learn to see imposter syndrome and recognize it, that it's showing up, have a list of affirmations or whatever you need to counteract that because you want to have those positive thoughts to replace those awful, ugly thoughts that your imposter syndrome can tell you in that moment. And then put those on repeat. Make a list of those things I just talked about. Put them on your mirror, put them on your computer, whatever. Put them on repeat. Say them every day. Say them every hour if you have to. Whatever it takes because you have to learn to reprogram your way of thinking and not lean into that imposter syndrome, but really lean into those positive impacts. And again, when you do that, you're taking the focus off you. You're taking the focus off you and your discomforts and all the ways that you feel unqualified and you're putting that focus on your client. You're putting that focus on your audience. You're putting that focus on the people that you serve, and you're making it about them. So when you just make that switch and you come up with those affirmations and then you put them on repeat, it takes the focus off you and it puts them on the people that you're there to serve. And at the end of the day, let's be honest, that's what it's really about, right? Showing up to make an impact in the world. So after you put the soundtracks on repeat, we are going to find someone to be brave with. It is so much easier to be brave with someone else that's on this journey with you. You want to find those peers that are about the same level of your journey. Maybe it's a coach that's a further ahead, but sometimes you need the people that are right there in the weeds with you, and you need to get those accountability partners, get that community, and be there for those me-too moments. When they're struggling, share with them, you know what? I understand. Me too. And they'll do the same thing for you. And when you say something out loud and then they share their me too moment, all of a sudden the power that that thought had that was keeping you captive is no longer that powerful. So I want you to find someone to be brave with. And then the last one is find action. Take action. Action is the antidote to imposter syndrome. Don't let yourself sit on the sidelines gotta get out of your head. You gotta start doing one small step. Make it super small. Take one tiny baby step today that can put you moving forward towards your goal, towards your dream, whatever you're wanting to do. Identify one small thing that you can do right now. If you notice every time we have a guest on the show, I always ask them for a practical and tactical step that our audience can do this week to implement what they've taught us. And that's very intentional because I want you to build in your life and in your journey. And I really want you to take that next step and not just sit around and consume, but do what it takes to get out there, put your energy on the people that you want to serve, put the focus on the people that you want to serve and start building that life and that business that you've been dreaming of. So just quickly to recap the five things that I do to counteract or to look my imposter syndrome in the face, is first of all, I have to redefine my definition of success. You have to figure out what success looks like to you. And then you have to learn to recognize the situations where imposter syndrome is most likely to rear its ugly head and be ready for them. you be ready for it with those affirmations, those positive phrases, soundtracks, whatever you want to call them. That is what you want to be ready with because that's what's going to be ready for you to jump in and counteract it once you see it happening. And then after that, you want to put those on repeat, have them easily accessible so that you can see them, pull them out, reference them, and you always have them ready to go because you never know when these thoughts are going to creep into your head. So you need to have them accessible. And then finally, number four is you want to find someone to be brave with. Find those people to link arms with. Create that community. There's power in the numbers. There's power in the community that you're going to build. And the accountability that you're going to find within that community. So find someone to be brave with. If it's not out there, go create it. There are so many people sitting around waiting for someone else to take action, waiting for someone else to put the thing together. And one of the things, maybe your first step is you go out and you put that first accountability group or community group together that you know not only you need, but other people do. And finally, take action. Action is the antidote to your imposter syndrome. Remember, you're going to identify one small tactical and practical step that you can do this week. If this message has resonated with you, I would love to hear from you. I would love to hear how it's inspired you or maybe helped you through some times that you've been dealing with imposter syndrome. If you're dealing with it right now, send me a DM. I'd love to go on that journey with you to link arms with you and to just really cheer you on because we are all in this together. So just thank you so much for joining us today. I would love to hear how this message inspired you. Or if you know someone that this message is for, send this to them because this might be a good episode for you to share to encourage someone else in your life. And remember, wherever you are in your life and business, don't stay stuck, keep going, and be brave. Thank you so much for hanging out with us today. If you were educated, empowered, or inspired, Please follow and leave a review and share this episode with a friend. I want to help you get unstuck in life and business so you can build the life of your dreams. The first step on that journey is learning to calm the chaos and make space for what matters. Get my secret weapon for finding time in your busy life to make good things happen. Just click on the link in the show notes and grab my simple strategies to overcome overwhelm and take back your life. And until next time, remember, don't get stuck, keep going, and be brave. our conversation.